he was, his ball speed jumped to 175, so it was more than five miles an hour. So he's about plus six miles an hour there on ball speed. His launch was up one degree. Uh, his spin was down. His carry was up 14 yards, uh, which is uh, in- incredible. And he, he was carrying at 300 in the air for a total of uh, about 323 there. This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here's your host, Nate Adelman. A few weeks ago, we did a Fitting Room Podcast on the hottest trend on the PJ Tour, which is longer length drivers. We're seeing it from, from Phil, from, from Bryson, from Dylan Fratelli, a lot of guys trying to get more distance by going to a longer club. And in that episode, towards the end of that episode, uh, Dave Neville, uh, the, the one and only, he issued us a challenge to, to Garrett and myself, and he said, let's test it on ourselves. I didn't think much of it at the time, but then the people were asking for it. Uh, Callaway community members, thank you so much for uh, pushing us, making sure we were getting this done, even on Twitter. Um, so first off, thank you for listening to the Finney Room Podcast. Thank you for pushing us to do this challenge. And so just this week, we did it. Um, we headed down to the Ely Callaway Performance Center. Uh, Dave, myself, producer Tyler Sheehan, we met up with Garrett Pond. And so I've got the whole team here joining me for this podcast to break it down. The people want to know, is this just a trend for tour or is this a trend for the rest of us as well? So let's start, Garrett. I'm going to pass it off to you. I want you to lay down for us kind of what you set up for us in terms of club specs from based off our gamers. All right, cool. Yeah, so you you could really go down a rabbit hole trying to try all these different things, uh, but I always like to isolate as few variables as possible when you're when you're trying something new, so that you can point to the variable that's causing a, a change uh, or no change at all. So uh, that meant bringing your gamer driver with you with your gamer shaft, the way you you guys have all been playing it uh, on the course uh, lately. Um, we hit some shots with that, get warmed up first, hit some shots, try and um, record maybe eight to 10 good shots. And then if there's any that you say, I ah, just totally whipped that one, we, we toss that out and we kind of try and keep a running tally of how many shots you needed to toss out with your gamer uh, to get eight or 10, eight to 10 really good shots. So we take those eight to 10 shots, get a, get a, a, an average we're looking at ball speed. We're looking at launch, spin, carry distance, rollout, uh, and dispersion. Those are kind of the, the main things to, to look for on the, on the output. So then we compare uh, those numbers to a driver built with the exact same shaft that you guys are using or that we're all using, but built longer. So there's a couple of things that go into um, building the longer shaft. A, um, we're possibly tipping the shafts a little bit more. So you're kind of cutting the shaft to a 47 inch was the length we chose to, to compare to our gamer length, which is all sh- significantly shorter than that. Um, tipping it to that length so that we're trying to retain as much similar stiffness um, in the flex of those shafts at longer lengths and um, reducing the loft of the drivers. So all the driver shafts have the minus two cog that we make, which gives you the ability to loft it down two degrees. Um, so that was kind of important there. 
And then if the driver had adjustable weights, reducing the total mass in the head by anywhere from five to eight grams to try and keep the swing weight somewhat closer to uh, the swing weight we would all play in our gamer. Um, and then we go about hitting, you know, eight or 10 good shots with that and kind of notate if, if it, we had to toss more shots out because the longer shaft may have been harder to hit, which we'll talk about the findings on that, which we all found pretty interesting. So we're lucky to have a friend like Garrett who can help us through that process with that setup because it's not quite as simple. It's just, I'll just unscrew my shaft and screw in a longer, a longer driver shaft because uh, you know, it may be with, by adding two inches, it may play substantially softer or uh, it may um, be too heavy swing weight wise. Um, so uh, Dave, uh, given this challenge was uh, uh, your brainchild, talk to us a little bit about what you were expecting going into it. Well, what I was expecting to see, um, I, I did expect that everybody would be able to swing it faster. We'd probably see some longer shots, especially on the center punch hits. But I was really expecting to see a dispersion that was kind of all over the map. You know, I expected to see some people, some drop kicks. I expected to see some big rights and some, some lefts there. Um, so I, I would say what we actually saw will shock you will shock you so let's start with producer tyler sheehan um so tyler is probably the closest that we have to tour speed um you know 120 driver driver speed i would say anyone that's played with him he does not need to get any longer that is for sure he when when uh he has to walk 60 yards past you in the fairway already uh, we don't need Tyler getting any longer, but when we're playing against them, a little extra dispersion might be a good thing for us. Uh, so Dave, um, share with us what we, what we saw with Tyler. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, Tyler bombs it. So he had his, uh, gamer there, his, his sub zero gamer, and he was, his ball speed with that was, um, just under 170 miles an hour. So 169.7, um, Launch and spin were, were good numbers, 10 degrees of launch, 2,400 spin. So he was carrying it 286 yards, his gamer, which is incredible, with about a 15-yard rollout um, to or, or more, you know, maybe maybe 20-yard rollout or so. You know, that obviously depends on your conditions. But we had him at a total of 311. Um, and, you know, his, he had some, some misses. His miss tends to be a little bit of a pull left. So then we, we did uh, what Garrett was talking about. So we went with the, the longer shaft. We had the strong cog in there. We took it down to minus two. And I mean, I was just blown away by the results. Um, he went, his ball speed jumped to 175. So it was more than five miles an hour. So he's about plus six miles an hour there on ball speed. His launch was up one degree. Uh, his spin was down. His carry was up 14 yards, uh, which is uh, in incredible. And he, he was carrying at 300 in the air for a total of uh, about 323 there. But the biggest thing that surprised me was his dispersion. And Gary, you can comment on this, but his dispersion just got way tighter. And I did not expect to see that at all. Yeah, that, uh, that left miss that he had with his gamer length uh, essentially was – completely gone with the longer shaft he had a few if you were to get picky he his missed you know was a little bit of a push maybe a couple that 
pushed and faded a little bit, but they weren't, if you were to look at, you know, relative to center line uh, and relative uh, carry distance, it was like you could argue that was a better miss. So it was pretty, uh, pretty interesting to see um, an, an improvement in dispersion, albeit on a, on a, in a driver range setting. So what would you attribute? Uh, I know you're a track man guru yourself, Garrett. So what do you attribute him going from kind of having that, that pull draw type of miss to the miss being kind of a, uh, a push and really not hitting any of those pull draws? Yeah. Well, a couple of things. One of the differences uh, with the longer shaft of Tyler was he swung a little less um, from the inside. So his gamer shaft, um, he was, I think it was three or four degrees from the inside. And with the long drive shaft, he was a little closer to a neutral path angle. So if a player's got uh, a really good ability to release the club, rotate the face fast through impact, which Tyler does, and you come a little too far from the inside, you're a little susceptible to kind of a, a, a quick left or hook miss. And with the uh, path being a little more neutral with the longer shaft, um, he didn't have the, the tendency to have the face uh, shut relative to the, to the path. And the other thing I've seen a lot of times, whether it's with a, a, a heavier swing weighted iron, or in this case, a driver players have a harder time really shutting the face with the heavier swing weight club. So, um, that's maybe good information for anyone that fights a hook. Try a heavier swing weight and just see how that um, influences your club head delivery. It may make it feel like it's harder to, harder to hook the ball, and that, that ended up being the case for Tyler. Yeah, just to add to that, I think you're right. So swing weight went way up, which I think helped slow down the left miss. And the longer length, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, Tyler tends to be, uh, he generates a lot of uh, spin and he's a little bit steep. Uh, and so having that be able to be a little longer, it flattened the swing out a little bit, which helped reduce uh, some spin. Yeah, it did take the spin down from 2,400 uh, to 2,370. So not a lot, but the, the launch went up one degree. So you take the spin down, you get the launch up, and that's the recipe for a very long carry when you're, looking at the kind of speed that, that Tyler has. So I asked him what his verdict was on this, and he said he was going to take it to the course and uh, give it a shot. So he's already long, but uh, everybody likes to hit shorter clubs in the, in the green. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be interesting to see. So let's, let's go now to the next uh, contestant here, and let's go to Garrett. So, Garrett, you did this test as well, and share your results with us. Yeah, I had um, similar uh, gains in in speed, like uh, we talked about with Tyler. I picked up about four miles an hour in ball speed uh, as I was, um, you know, hitting it solid, four miles an hour there. And you kind of find yourself with these longer shafts sort of getting in long drive swing mode where you start tilting your shoulders, uh, your spine to the right, knowing that you're trying to hit up on it with the lower loft driver, you know, just, you just start swinging slightly different um, with that setup. So I was launching the ball higher um, and I was spinning the ball a little bit lower as well. Uh, when I combined the lower loft um, club head setting that I was using and just this feeling like, okay, I've got to swing a certain way with this longer club. So I picked up 14 yards of carry oh. and had similar rollouts. I had picked up 14 yards and the most interesting thing that I, uh, to me was my miss hits. 
Um, I have a tendency. I like playing a fade bias driver. I play a fade, and if I if I don't hit a good shot contact wise with my gamer, I'll hit it out on the toe, and that usually kind of equates to like a little bit of a push with a little bit of fade. I probably miss a fairway off to the right. That's like that's my you know my bad shot typically. With the longer shaft, I didn't hit any on the toe. In fact, the miss sort of shifted all the way to the heel. So interestingly, when you do that, because of the bulge or the curvature on the club face from heel to toe, that's what the bulge uh, is, uh, because of that, the heel points more to the left, in my case, as a right-handed golfer. So it starts the ball a little bit more in the fairway um, on my miss hit. So I actually, instead of my toe hit being a kind of a push cut, the heel hit became sort of a baby pull cut. So I actually hit it straighter on a miss hit um, um, with a longer shaft. So who knows if I were to take that to the course, if that's going to translate to, you know, my miss hits on the course are more often in the fairway, that right. would be yet to be determined. But I found that interesting. We are going to test that next as we're going to all have to go out and, and play and Dave will cover the greens fees and it'll be great. <laughs> I, I will say too, Nate, um, I did miss hit more often. So if I were to like uh, count the number of miss hits, I'm probably miss hit one out of five with the longer shaft. And, you know, maybe I'm, I'm like toe missing it one out of seven with the shorter right. shaft. So it was a little more frequent, but, Right. The miss uh, was, you know, in theory, a little bit better. And we will see if the, the gains will outweigh that, you know, maybe less likely of, of CFC. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Dave, let's go uh, next uh, to your results. This was something that, you know, was your uh, – something you've been wanting to try for a while. Always a, a, a guy seeking uh, how can you eke out a few extra yards. Uh did it? Did the hype live up to the expectations for you? Well, I'm, I'm definitely the shortest of the the people on this uh, Zoom call uh, for sure. So I'm always looking for for more yardage. I thought one thing, a, a few just notes that were interesting. So I expected. So I put it in a 47 degree, uh, which is inch and a half longer than what I have right now. I expected. Uh, it to be really unwieldy to feel like a, a true telephone pole swinging, but the setup wasn't really that bad. As Garrett said, you, you kind of set up, you get your shoulders tilted. It didn't feel like it was so long. Um, when I was doing some warmups with it, uh, I, I had the cog in just the regular position. I use a nine degree Maverick max and it was launching incredibly high. I, it was like shockingly high. So when we got the, the strong cog into the negative two, setting uh the the launch numbers started to get really good so um i went from launching it um like around 13 with about 2400 spin which is pretty good numbers with the the maverick max um under 150 mile an hour um speed there to when i went to the longer shaft um i picked up about three three and a half miles an hour of ball speed which is huge uh for me the, the spin rate went down to 2,000 RPM and the launch went up to 14. So I was 14 and 2,000, which are, that's pretty good numbers um, for me. I was able to get the ball speed right at 150 or a little bit above 150. So overall, I picked up about 10 yards. Um, 
And in terms of the dispersion, I will say the first several when I went right from the gamer to the longer shaft um, was not good. I, I had some drop kicks and some uh, I was having a real hard time timing it up. Uh, but once we got that going, uh, I convinced Garrett to drop those first three or four. And uh, then we were OK from there. I would say the dispersion was about the same as what I was before but I was not getting the hard left miss, which is my big miss, right. uh, the big hook, uh, was not getting that um, at, at all. So for me, it was definitely something I would want to try uh, on the course for sure. So I'm, I'm noticing a pattern here that for people who want to really avoid the left miss, uh, going longer and going heavier swing weight seems to be a way, at least amongst us, that they were able to eliminate that left miss. Yeah, yeah. on that note, Nate, I think um, having the, the ability to de-loft the face that extra degree, like we are, we were all trying at more open face angle than our gamer settings. I think that that helps that too. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. And also, I think like my delivery, as Garrett was mentioning before, I also come very much from the inside, so I have a tendency if that kind of face to path ratio gets off, where it'll start center of the fairway and just hook hard right. When you get that longer shaft, you don't tend to get quite as underneath it or, or right. from the inside. So if any listeners were hoping that the last one, which was my test, would be like uh, totally uh, debunked the, this long, drive, long driver shaft trend, well, I'm sorry to disappoint you because my results were uh, very much in line with you guys. Uh, you know, four or five mile per hour more club head speed. Um, less spin by like 400 RPMs, which was, which was great. Same launch. Um, but, uh, you know, seven, six extra yards of carry and, um, uh, 12 extra yards or 14 extra yards overall. So, um, it really, I mean, it was more than I was expecting, like you said, Dave, that I wouldn't be able to control this thing. Uh, I dropped the head weight as much as I could. Um, and, Afterwards, after I was done hitting the long, long driver, which I was like, wow, I hit that one so much better. Fewer shots were removed than uh, with the gamer driver during the test. I went and swing weighted it and it swing weighted at a D8 or D7 and a half. Normally, I would say that's way too heavy. But when it's that long, it, it really didn't feel too bad. Um, and I think we haven't touched on it yet um, with the, the other three of you guys. But for me, I think part of what the longer driver forced me to do was to have a little bit better tempo. You can't whip it around. You can't have, you know, too much of a wild transition. And uh, because it's longer and a little heavier, you have to be a little bit smoother. And I think for me, that was um, a benefit of, we talk, Garrett and I, we, you, we talk about this a lot where sometimes a different club uh, makes you actually behave differently. And I think for me, we saw that with this, with this driver was it forced my tempo to be a little bit uh, smoother and it forced me to be a, also a little bit flatter, which helped. Yeah. I have the same experience swinging the longer club. I, I would uh, liken it to swinging one of the orange whip training aids, you know, where it, um, it just forces you to change your timing up a little bit and for a lot of players that might end up helping them you and i seem to like that timing change in tempo others that you know that may throw them off a little bit but um it's pretty interesting to to, to feel that difference 
um, swinging the longer club that way. Okay, Dave, so you are the man behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz when it comes to uh, bringing products to market. So I think the next logical question from our listeners is going to be, great, it worked for the four of you guys. I want to do that. So what advice do you have for them? Yeah, so obviously you can go out, you can get fit, you can order the, the longer um, driver. You know, some of the head weight changes are going to be going to be challenging as well. But this is uh, data, and we, we've been testing it, not just for us. We did kind of a fun test, but a lot of our fitters have been testing it um, as well. And we're working on the fitting team uh, with some cool options coming down the road that'll allow people to uh, to get this type of configuration. So I would say stay tuned. It's going to be it's going to be very very interesting. That, my friends, was a teaser. That's a teaser right there. That's a teaser. So that's good news. That's good news for golfers all over who want more distance. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think it's worth a try. I mean, there, there's this perception out there that the longer driver shafts um, are going to be really, really crooked. But in a lot of the tests we've done, even, you know, three, four years ago, we tested the longer shafts as well. Um, we actually saw a lot of players hit it better with the, with the longer shaft. So it's potentially, it, it could be a trend. Yeah. I think, uh, we'll, we'll wrap up this episode, Garrett. I'll ask you the same question that I asked you at the end of the last episode, um, which is now that we've tried this, uh, do you think that this is a trend that is here to stay or do you think it is a, a fleeting trend? Um, I think it's going to be a trend that's here to stay, but I don't think it's going to be a unanimous across the board way to configure a, a driver. There, there's a couple of things, if I'm going to play devil's advocate, that, um, you know, make it r risky. Uh, first of all, we tested on a, on a driving range. So we kind of, you get in a mode of swinging the longer shaft over and over and over again. You kind of get in a groove doing that. When you're on a golf course, you put the driver away for 20 minutes and then swing it once 20 minutes later. Um, so all of us took at least a couple of swings to kind of get the, you know, the, the swing dialed in to swing the long driver. So it'll be interesting if, if, uh, if we do a follow-up yet again on this episode, how we performed on the golf course. Um, the other thing is if players like to, um, hit shots with their driver rather than just try and shape shots? Are they still able to do that with the longer driver? And if they're not, that then may necessitate the three wood needing to be configured different. So it can be a, uh, you know, a, almost like a second driver. And then does that mean you need another club in your bag that you can hit up into the air from the, from the ground that replaces the three wood that you just changed? So uh, there's some, some ramifications to the, to the extra uh, distance here. Yeah. And I think uh, for me, I've played 45 inches for as long as I can remember. And it seems to be, a, you know, year after year when I get a new driver, it's, I don't think about it. It's 45 inches. I've got a, I, I call it a quiver. I've got a quiver of shafts that I like that are between 66 and 67 grams. And that's it. I don't think about it. And now I really have to rethink that approach. Um, I think uh, maybe it's, it's uh, a trade-off that, that's not worth, worth taking playing at that um, at a below length. Well, there you have it, Garrett. Thank you for helping us with administering this test, helping us with the equipment side of it. Um, and thank you, Dave, for your teaser that, uh, 
our listeners will be able to do this for themselves as well, should they choose. Um, of course, if you have any questions about this episode, the test, if you want any questions about uh, configurations for yourself, you can always get us on the Callaway community, callawaygolf.com slash community. Head over to the Fitting Corner thread. Make sure you tag one of us, um, but your question will be answered by either one of us or, or the wonderful Callaway community members. And of course, you can always schedule 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one time with the Callaway Certified Master Fitter through the Callaway Distance Fitting Program. And you can talk to them about uh, if you want to try a, long dry, a longer shafted driver as well. Maybe that would be a good setup for you. Um, if you have a question or if you have a topic you'd like us to tackle or a challenge, a, a fitting room challenge that you'd like us uh, to address, uh, also hit us up on the Callaway community um, or on Twitter. Really, any way you want to get a hold of us will work. This episode of The Fitting Room was produced by Tyler Sheehan, recorded by Jen Turk, and edited by Trevor Miglarino. We'll be back next week with more from The Fitting Room Podcast.